Welcome to the Mystic Mama Podcast, where spirituality and mysticism meet conscious business, motherhood, and life, where we can break the rules of the old paradigm and create a new world, reclaim our power as conscious creators, and really just embrace the messiness of just being a human being, finding the divinity in all of it. I'm your host, Angela Devon. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Mystic Mama podcast. These are the things I wish I had known when I first started my coaching business. And there's no regrets, absolutely no regrets. I love this journey and I love all of the lessons that I've learned in such a short amount of time. So if you're listening to this episode, you may be just starting your entrepreneurial journey You probably identify as a heart-centered woman who is here to serve and also make an abundant living as a coach, a healer, a light worker. And maybe you want to avoid some of the common pitfalls, some of the mistakes and pitfalls that I have experienced on my journey. What I want to know is that throughout this episode, I will make reference to my program, The Lightworker Biz Academy, because a lot of what I share in this episode, we go into much deeper in LBA. We are officially kicking off on Tuesday the 20th. That's this Tuesday, July 20th. So if you're listening to this now, you have a small window if you would like to hop in and join us for this round. LBA, if you haven't heard is my signature business program for lightworkers. And it's really everything you could ever want or need to get your heart-centered business off the ground, to start getting your first clients, and to scale your business in a way that honors your energy and time so that you're able to create a bigger ripple in the world. In this episode, I'm going to give advice that I would give to the version of myself at the very start of her mentorship and coaching journey. Sometimes I refer to the start of my business when I had my first paying client, but technically I actually started this business long before that. And there were a lot of things that prevented me from actually taking on paying clients. And I wanna go into that as well. So the version of me that first registered her LLC and decided to make a business and graduated from her coaching certification program and the version of me now are vastly different. I think sometimes we think that we're going to go learn this new skill and get certified in something and then just immediately start doing the thing. And that's oftentimes unfortunately, not the case. It's actually what I really help women on is to stop sitting on their gifts and certifications and actually take their knowledge and turn it into something and turn it into a bona fide, tangible, thriving business. And unfortunately, in a lot of the healing modalities and the coaching certifications, they don't really teach you the business side of things. So that was a huge missing piece for me in the beginning. And once I learned more and more, and then I 
spoke with a lot of the women in my community. This is what was needed. Hence, this is how Lightworker Biz Academy was born. So all of these things that I speak about are things that I wish I had taken on and embodied much, much sooner. The first thing that I want to speak to is boundaries with the type of clients that you take on and really calling in and claiming your soulmate clients. So in the very beginning of my coaching business, I experienced the polarity of both ends of the spectrum. I experienced what it feels like to truly have a soulmate client land in your space, sign up with you immediately, pay in full. It was just such a match that you cannot deny the fact that it is soulmate. And then I've had the opposite end of the spectrum where I knew within my soul and in my gut that this person was not a match, but I took them on because I was still in the very beginning stages. And sometimes in the beginning, you're so excited to be taking on clients that sometimes you call in ones that aren't in total alignment with you. And if finances is a focus, then you may be tempted to take on clients that just aren't a match. They may be draining They may not be in a position to fully take ownership of their experience and really implement the teachings. There's really a vast array of things that can come up within a coaching container, especially when it's one-on-one. It's a very intimate experience and it really is worth it to set strong boundaries of the type of woman or the type of client that you are calling in because we're always essentially teaching the universe what we want and the type of person that we really want to work with. And we're teaching people in the way we speak about our work and who we're actually calling in. I just recently had a situation come up where I was on a call with a potential client and my intuition knew that this was going to be a more draining experience, you could say, and someone that is not in total alignment with me and that's okay. And not everyone is meant to be a client and the most empowering thing that you can do for yourself is to honor yourself And also for this person is honoring yourself and setting those clear boundaries. And if someone does not feel to be a match, the best thing to do within your gut is if you feel that to just say no and to give them the best possible resources that you have so that they have other options available to them. So you're still pointing them in the right direction. But you are ultimately living in integrity with yourself and honoring yourself, honoring your intuition and honoring that inner knowing that this person isn't just simply not a fit to work in close proximity with you. And the longer that you're in business, the easier this will get because you will realize that the clients are always coming, the money is always coming. And you don't have to shortchange yourself. And also, the longer you are in business, the more your reputation will be known, the more people will trust 
in your services, they will trust you. And the more easy it will be to call in these clients and especially call in soulmate clients that really resonate with you on a deep level. Another really big thing that I wish I had known so much sooner and so much earlier was that investing in support and investing in other coaching containers, whether it be a mastermind or a group program or one-on-one support is one of the biggest pieces to collapsing time and seeing results very quickly. Investments in these types of experiences and containers are activations. And now that I've experienced it firsthand, I will always be investing in myself. And I always talk about this because I feel that there's a lot of people that just aren't awakened yet to the value of this and how that investment is actually meant to be something to pull you forward into that next version of yourself. It is an activation for you, not just taking on the knowledge of this coach and being coached by them. It's actually plugging into their energy being able to welcome in a new energy into your life. And it's also the activation of you actually paying this amount because when you pay a larger amount of money for this exchange, you're essentially becoming like a different person. You're stepping into a different embodiment. You're becoming the person that invests at a high level. And when you can invest at a high level, it's so much easier to call in the clients that are also in alignment with investing in themselves at a high level. So investments are activations on both ends. Who does she, your potential client, get to become and who do I get to become it's who you become by paying certain prices and who you become by charging certain prices so the clients that are in true alignment with you will be happy to pay your price they will be so happy to pay your prices and even if it feels stretchy it's actually a good thing it's a good thing that it activates them in a way. It gets their heart beating a little bit faster because they realize, ooh, this is a little bit edgy. This feels like a risk, but it's a risk that I'm worth taking for my growth. And that's always a good sign. And if you feel that you're on the edge of making this investment, but the coach definitely feels like this is the one, you most likely are going to find a way to make that investment work. You're going to be resourceful. You're going to call in more money. It's going to motivate you to make more money. And it's going to activate you in certain ways. And so this is the excitement and the activation that can come with making these investments. So that's just a note also that... When you charge certain prices and you decide on what the price of your container is going to be and you're doubtful, I hear this so much among clients, is just being doubtful of who is going to pay this, what if no one pays this. The thing is that the clients that are in true alignment with you and your energy, your true soulmate clients, they're going to be thrilled 
to pay those prices. And there's different price points for every type of person, which is why in Lightworker Biz Academy, I teach a lot deeper on this, but we like to have different types of offers for different people at different price points. Another major shift too is looking at investing is they are not, your potential clients are not investing in you. They're investing in themselves. So a lot of times in the industry, we've had this notion that if you're investing in a coaching program, you're investing in that person, but you are actually investing in your own growth. You're investing in yourself. And this is a huge part of why it's so exciting to invest in coaching because this is the biggest gift for yourself. And this has actually become like the new luxury experience. It truly is. It's like instead of going to a day spa and you know booking a full day of massages and facials, and having that be your luxury experience. So the equivalent of that now in the new era is I'm going to go and drop, you know, 3,000, 5,000, 10,000, whatever it be on this high level coaching experience that is going to nourish me. It's going to activate me. It's going to call forth a part of me that I have not met yet. And it's going to allow me to really, really grow and transform in the ways that I've been seeking for a long time. Next, I want to speak about convincing versus supporting someone to come to an empowered decision. It is one thing just to simply support someone in their decision-making process, whether that is a yes or a no, and being unattached to that outcome is such a huge shift from the old paradigm sleazy marketing of convincing of using pain points and this is the way that a lot of us are still being trained is to speak to someone's pain to convince to you know on discovery calls to constantly bring these things up and to really approach it from this very masculine paradigm and I truly feel that we're setting a new standard in the coaching industry and things are changing. They're rapidly changing. Just like the world is, we're learning how to embody a new sense of feminine leadership and step into the feminine paradigm way of doing things. And that doesn't mean that we don't have masculine strategy and masculine frameworks there to support us but it means that we get to do things in a way that is aligned with our heart and one thing that I've noticed that has helped me a lot is if someone feels aligned with something they're going to do it they're going to sign up with you and no amount of convincing or using these you know sleazy pain point tactics is going to make the sale feel good And so you definitely don't need to convince them before you tell them the price. You don't need to use these old paradigm sales tactics. You can truly speak to someone's pleasure, speak to their vision, keep showing up in your authority and be that person of support. Be the person who they view as their coach before you're ever even their coach 
and it will align at some point or another. And so coming from that more abundant mindset, because a lot of these old paradigm sales tactics, they kind of come from a scarcity mindset that there is not an abundance of clients that are out there waiting to work with you. And so now, even though I was taught in the beginning to, you know, get on a sales call with someone and to have all of these different techniques under your belt to handle objections when they come, I simply make it really easy for someone to say no because I honor where they're at. And I know that if it's in alignment for them to work with me, then it will happen at some point in the future. I will do my best, however, to shine a light on things that they may not be seeing, to shine a light on maybe where they're playing small. And that is also okay, I feel, um, to simply help them come to an empowered decision. And there was a time, and there's still right now, it is really difficult sometimes for women to make empowered decisions. We like to stay in this very undecided, confused state where we're not simply making a choice one way or another. And that wishy-washy, confused state of no man's land, I like to call it, is a place where it's really difficult to move forward from. And so truly shifting your perspective to, I'm not here to convince anyone. I'm just here to simply help you make a decision. And just coming from that energy alone is such a huge shift. Next, what I want to speak about is something that we teach on in Lightworker Biz Academy. And that is to co-create with your community without really losing your inner guidance. So we like to teach a market research method where you can ask your community what their needs are and actually get to know your ideal client, get to know what people are needing, but ultimately prioritizing your own inner intuition and your own inner guidance. The reason why we want to speak to our community is that we don't want to come up with an offer out of thin air and it not actually solve any type of an issue or it being a need that people need fulfilled and it's something that they just aren't going to pay for. You obviously want it to be something that connects with your audience and that they would absolutely love and need to have. You really want to create a need to have instead of, oh, that would be nice someday type of thing. And so there's a reason why we do this, why we talk to our community. You also don't want to take in all of the information from your research with your community and then completely throw away what your intuition was also telling you. Where is the happy medium and the happy middle between the two? So asking yourself, What do I love to create and support others in? What is my zone of genius? How do I envision myself holding space for others? In the beginning, you may not really know. You may not know where you really shine because you still need that space and time to really discover that. But it's through the actual act of doing it that you will narrow in on it. 
And so instead of, and I always speak about this because I see more people not doing anything than just simply moving forward with something and then realizing, oh, wait, that's actually not for me. This is what I want to do. So to start, you can ask yourself, what types of spaces are you drawn to? Do you prefer one-on-one? Do you like groups? Do you like group programs? And whatever you are most drawn to, that is probably a really good place to start. I remember when I was first really in that co-creation process with my community, I actually chose to fully listen to my community and I did not listen to my intuition, but it still happened to really lead me into such a beautiful space because what my community, the healers, the spiritual coaches, the lightworkers really needed was business strategy. They really needed to have business strategy in a way that is aligned with their heart. And that is the direction that I went. And so I created Lightworker Biz Academy. And now it's really exciting because what I initially was drawn to create was a program for introverts and a program for sensitive women that are not really used to showing up online and maybe have an aversion to using their voice and fully stepping into their worth and their power in the online space. And so now my next program that I'm creating is going to fulfill that need. And it's also so in alignment with who I am and what my intuition was calling me to create in the beginning. And so you may go through this process where you listen a little bit more to your community for something and then you follow your intuition. But it's always going to be this really beautiful blend of both. You don't want to just completely throw out what your inner guidance is telling you just because, you know, seven out of 10 people that you've spoke to really want XYZ. So it's really beautiful to take into account that you have your own unique frequency. You have your own unique way of doing things. You have your own unique zone of genius and frequency. And when you follow what everyone else is doing, or when you listen to other people a little bit too much over your own inner guidance, then your magnetic frequency that is really your true power and where you shine the most is going to be dimmed. It is going to become really diluted. This is a process too of truly discovering what your unique frequency is. And when you discover it and when you tap into it, everyone benefits. Everyone benefits when you are in alignment and operating from that unique frequency and you're doing something that you want to do. When it's something that lights you up and it's something that you want to do, And it also serves others in a way that only you can do. And it's really solving a unique problem or a unique issue. That is gold. That is where the magic lies. And so it may seem selfish at times to put your own inner guidance and your own desires and your own wants first, but your own needs and desires And really operating from that place is really crucial. It is really crucial to operate from a place of pleasure and expansion because that is what your clients will really feel. 
So following your own inner guidance and then also a huge, huge piece that I don't want to leave out is your unapologetic expression and shining your light. This is one of the biggest pieces is really finding those unique parts of yourself that stand out that no one else embodies and amplifying those. If you think of the online space and Instagram as a way to really document your legacy and really highlight the parts of yourself that are unique and amplify those, you have permission to shine as brightly as you want to. And it can often be one of the hardest things because a lot of the women in this space are very sensitive beings and are not the most extroverted at times. I myself am a major introvert and I didn't show up online much at all in the past. It actually took me quite a while to really find my voice and I feel I'm even still discovering it and still stepping into it. And why this is so important is that if we just put something out there and we're not showing all of who we are, we're missing out on a lot of the clients that would resonate with those parts of ourselves. So usually when a client actually signs up to work with you, it's less about the actual program. It can be about the program, but it more so is because they see an aspect of themselves in you. They see themselves in you. And you are embodying something that they want to step more fully into. And so if you don't actually shine a light on all of these unique parts of yourself, then a lot of people aren't going to see these really, really specific things that will call them forth into wanting to work with you. I know that I've shared stories about my past, about you know, feeling out of alignment with modeling before I started my healing journey. And then I went on this healing journey and I went to India. And whenever I post that story, I always get so many comments and they're women that resonate with the same exact type of story. They resonate with, you know, certain aspects of my journey. So if I didn't have the courage to share those parts of my own journey in my story, then these women that have oftentimes turned into clients may not have seen aspects of themselves and they may not have seen the things that they need to see for them to trust and for them to really feel that full body, yes, this is the coach for me. They are usually drawn to something very specific about you. And it's a lot easier to transition into a client relationship when someone feels that they really know you. And so that's something that I always strive for and I try to become aware of all the time is where have I not gone with my audience? What have I not shown my audience? How can I express myself even more, even more deeply and really show all the facets of my life and my personality while still having boundaries and while, while still having some things off limits. Okay, one more thing I want to speak about, and that is something that I really wish I knew in the very beginning when I first started to put myself out there as a coach. And a lot of times when you first announce that you are a coach or you are a healer, 
it can feel a bit vulnerable. It also feels really exciting. And you make your website, you spend so much time making your website, you put it out there, you put one post out there announcing, I'm doing coaching, guys. I am a coach. I am a spiritual life coach is what I put out there. And you, you know, say message me or check out my website if you want some coaching and nothing happens. <laughs> no one. People, people might respond with so much enthusiasm because they're so excited for you to come out as being a coach or a healer. But then you're like, well, why, why doesn't anyone want to work with me? And the thing is that there is a process of creating something really tangible that speaks to people and being more specific. Specificity within the coaching and healing industry is your best friend. That's like one of the biggest things, honestly. Specificity is so important over being general. And this is something we go in really, really deep in Lightworker Biz Academy is getting really clear on your niche and your specific medicine, the specific stories, the specific language, really getting very specific on your unique transformation. And so it's creating a framework around what it is that you do. And this is what I do now with every single offer that I create is I am essentially creating a framework. It's a structure. It's a process. And people trust processes. It's the, the masculine structure, right? But then within that framework and within that container, you are able to really allow the feminine force and that feminine flow and the transformation to happen is within that container. And so that is a huge piece of it. Okay, I have just a couple more tips and words of advice. One is that you can do hard things because let's face it, becoming a entrepreneur, even if that's a heart-centered entrepreneur, it really, they call it a entrepreneurial roller coaster for a reason. It can be very hard. But here's the thing. It can be hard to put yourself out there. It can be hard to put yourself out there as a coach and a healer and to face rejection, to face potential failure, to create offers from your heart and put them out there. That can be hard. But what is equally as hard as that is not doing the thing. It's equally as hard to sit in stagnation and to not move forward, to know that you aren't growing, to know that you aren't actually putting your gifts out there into the world. That is equally as hard as actually doing the thing and sometimes even harder because then the layers of shame and resentment and regret and all of the things just pile on top. But if you can just move forward and start to work through the limiting beliefs, work through those things, and actually just start to do the thing, to take the action, it's a lot easier. But you are capable of doing hard things. And sometimes it is even harder to stay in a job that you hate 
than it is to just take the leap and to do what your soul is calling you forth to do. So you get to choose which hard you actually want to do because it's hard either way. And that's the thing is you always have the choice. And so I and a lot of the clients that I work with as scary and vulnerable as it feels on the day-to-day basis, we choose to do the actual hard thing of being in the entrepreneurial roller coaster. And with all the ups and downs, it is so worth it. It is so worth it. And lastly, I would say to rest, to rest and to give yourself the rest because it really is a journey and it is not a sprint. And yes, when you're in those first couple years of your business and you're building the foundation, it does take more energy. There is more energy being put forth to build. And it's good to be aware of what stage you're in. If you're in the building stage, it's good to be aware that it is going to take a little bit more energy and a bit more of your action to build that foundation. But also giving yourself that guilt-free rest, resting without guilt because you don't want to get burnt out. And I've experienced layers of this throughout my journey. And this is why I'm passionate about speaking about that as well. So if you are in this space of sort of feeling in limbo, and maybe you are lacking a lot of the clarity around what your unique medicine is, or you lack the clarity around how to even put it out there into the world, how to actually do the thing create the actual business, have systems in place, have processes in place. It can be a lot. And I know it can be a lot. This is why I created Lightworker Biz Academy. It's why I'm so passionate about it. I am so excited to be kicking off another round of this, this coming week in just a couple days. And so if you want to join a group of sisters that are also on the same path, that are also choosing this path to create create transformational offers and to put your magic out there, I would love to have you in LBA. I will add a link in my show notes so you can easily click to apply. And even if you're hearing this after Tuesday the 20th, if it's shortly after, you can still hop in. I hope that you got some amazing insights that can help you on your journey of really establishing your heart-centered business in the online space. And I definitely have the intention of coming out with even more helpful episodes. So if you haven't already, you can subscribe to this podcast, share your takeaways on Instagram and tag me at Devin. And if you're interested in LBA, I would love to speak to you. So you can always DM me on Instagram or just go to the link in the show notes to apply. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you guys in the next episode.